Echo Lima 87. This is 100 watts and a wire. Well, well, hello and welcome to 100 watts and a wire. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel K Zero STH. And no, I'm not going to change my call sign uh, just because I moved to Florida. I don't know, man. I like my call sign. It's just fine. There is a debate, and you hear a radio, uh, a little bit of static behind me. I was listening to a couple of friends, or blokes, chums, chaps, whatever. Speaking of chaps, how do these fit me here? These are what they'd call the assless chaps. And uh, I think they, uh, they fit well. I think they fit well. Anyway, look, um, that is a reference to a very early episode of this here podcast, Chaps. Mm -hmm. There were images posted of it on Facebook. If you dig into our Facebook group, you're likely to find the sea child wearing assless chaps. The point zero zero one percent of the audience may enjoy that. That's the uh, ladies. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know, man. Sometimes these things get started off in a strange way. I'm not going to apologize for it. We're just going to keep on going. But I hope this does find you well. And no, I'm, I'm not going to change my call sign. I've been asked this before. And it's an interesting thing. Um, I think it's, uh, it's part of the identity of the hobby. You know, I'd like to keep this. It started out in Missouri. I'm not from Missouri, but I took a zero call sign because I was licensed in Missouri. Had I had been licensed earlier and in my home state of Maryland, you know, perhaps I would be a three. I think that's the district, right? So anyway, I've kind of run with it this long. You've got a beam. I know you want to know where to swing it when you hear the call sign, but you may have to take the extra step and simply ask, see, child, where are you? And uh, I am in Sarasota, Florida. As of November 2023. No plans to change my call sign, but thank you for asking. It's a great question. It's relevant, and uh, I want to ask it back to you. If you've changed uh, areas or zones, uh, did you change your call sign specifically because of that purpose? Or did you feel kind of married or obligated for some reason to your call sign? It's a good question. You can leave me a comment, and I will share them with our listening audience. I want to remind you that we are brought to you in part by BioNO Power. They provide the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radio setups. Visit them online, B-I-O-E-N-N-O-Power.com. And I use them specifically during what turned out to be a tropical storm, Idalia, 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 you're breaking my heart. I don't know. Well, anyway, when uh, she was coming, she was coming as a hurricane. And uh, as she passed to our north, closer to Tampa and above us, and above Tampa even, she was downgraded as she passed us to a tropical storm, but you cannot sleep on those tropical storms and you cannot sleep on the fact that 
uh, it's November and hurricanes might not happen. They do happen and they have happened here in Missouri. <laughs> Smack in the face in Florida. They do. They do happen. If they if a hurricane happens in Missouri, we got a lot of problems. Something really went wrong. But see, here I am in Florida and I made a mistake. Well, that's what 20 years in Missouri would do for you. We're keeping an eye on the Gulf and any storms that may potentially come this month. It's still a thing and we're not really out of the clear here until December. So we're keeping a watchful eye on that. Uh, I'm recording uh, about noontime on a Saturday, and uh, 40 Meters just wants to to go to sleep here. It's so interesting. When I was in the Midwest, America's heartland, we were booming 40 meters, unless something was going on with a solar flare, a sun flare, what have you, a blackout. We We had something cooking on 40 meters all the time. It's just how it went back there. Here, no. Not so much. Uh, around 11 o'clock, things start to fade away, and I move quickly over to 20 meters these days. I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the projects that are happening now. I know some of the temperatures I'm reading daily on our Discord server. You can get there. Link is in the description of this. You can find us on Discord and YouTube, even the Tickety Talk, although I don't know... People care much for TikTok. I, I have a feeling that most ham radio operators, tell me if I'm wrong, have subscribed to the fact that uh, they're not trying to get involved with TikTok for whatever reason, but security being the lead, the headline. And I understand. I'm not sure either. I want to meet people where they are, but I don't... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a great place. I know YouTube is a great place. I know Facebook is a great place, so we are there as well. Look for us on Facebook, YouTube. I want to do more live streaming. I want to get back into it. I have been uh, going through a succession of interviews here uh, for a full-time day-type job in order to supplement my family's income, as you do. I've got also some projects uh, that I'm percolating and things and side hustles and pieces like that because that's what you do. You grind as much as you can to do what you can for your family. What I do need, though, is member support from our team and our community here to help pay for the incidentals that are happening here with 100 Watts and a Wire. We're talking about websites. We're talking about keeping the podcast posted on servers it takes a little bit of peripheral subscriptions and things to keep us going. So if you find value in our community, I ask that you visit buymeacoffee.com. Do a search for 100 watts in a wire. It's buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts. You can give anything you like. You can even buy simply a cup of coffee. And uh, all of those funds go to keep the production alive and well. And sometimes, you know, this may have to go to a uh, every other week presentation. It's because of the grind in the personal side, you know. We have to keep doing what we have to do to keep the family going. And we're still surviving thanks to all who have reached out to say, how you doing? Even a simple how you doing, friend, uh, means a lot, especially in the midst of grinding. Um, 
There you are. Buymeacoffee.com. Check it out if you find value in the community here or Facebook. Of Naturally, the podcast, YouTube. Wherever you enjoy this content. Because we're in November and it's fall, I've got some things that I think about. Those last-minute things before, really, in Missouri, when the snow would fly and it would get so cold, you didn't want to be out there testing connectors, changing connectors. Do we do it? Hell yeah, something goes wrong out there. I'm laying in the damn snow, trying to figure things out underneath uh, my switcher. At least, that's what I used to do. I don't have all those antennas here in Sarasota. But, you know, I wanted to check and make sure the tape was there and fine, just in case. And uh, that's what I did, and I put this question out there to our community on Facebook. What are you uh, planning on doing now that you've, you've got closer to the point? If you're in those areas where it starts to get cold, Steve says he's going to restring the far end of his NFED half-wave antenna because the branch, uh, the lead line was slung over as broken. And he has a huge droop in the wire, so that's a project for Steve. Doug says it's too late. The snow has already started to fly where he is. Jeff says he's going to have one more look at the feed point of his FD4 to make sure it's 100% ready for winter. We don't get much snow here, but... We have had some temperatures down around minus 10 degrees Celsius. And we don't like the uh, condensation when it melts again. Robert says he's uh, going to hang a simple dipole under the eaves where it's protected from the weather as a backup antenna. Good idea. He's not going to be doing any repairs during the Alaska winter. Wayne says he's going to be checking the coax connections and the dipole end connections before things get too cold out there. Justin agrees. He's going to put up a gap vertical and cut down some more branches for his 160 loop antenna with 600 feet of wire. Hey, now, that's something. Jesus Christ. That's, tr- that's true as well. Sean says for radio he's going to set up his... NVIS antenna. John, he says, uh, my thing is limb encroachment trees are growing quicker during the summer. Greg says, before winter sets in, there are several important tasks and projects. Say tasks with me. Many people need to address to ensure a comfortable and safe winter season. Going to do some garden cleanup, some weatherproofing, uh, heating system maintenance, some firewood, emergency kits, winterizing the vehicles, holiday decorations, pet care, home safety. What this MF did, it was uh, type this into some AI generated, but all that's a great information and I'm going to leave it there posted for you. Get ready for your health preparation, clothes, and footwear. Very nice. He put that in the chat, GPT, or chat, GTP. You know what I mean. AI answered that. Jesus Christ. Right. That's making sure my volume is okay. Let's see. Chris said he's going to inspect and replace rope and tackle on his dipole legs and ballon. He needs to reset and inspect. 
his guys and anchors as well. Brad says he bought an AH4 antenna last fall. He's been meaning to put it up with a long wire. Still hasn't done that yet. Now we're supposed to get snow, he says. But it's the Midwest. It'll be nice the following week. Lee says, my house is in pretty good shape, but the RV needs winterizing. He says, it's good to have a backup if the power goes out. Paul, just one more antenna. Got to think up a 160-meter antenna for wintertime. And Ricardo, my brother Ricardo, he says, I live in Central Florida. All I need to worry about is taking advantage of dry season and inspect all antennas and connections. I used to shake my fist at Ricardo thinking, you live in paradise, you sama mama. And now I too live in paradise. So things are different depending on where you are. Your projects may change based on where you are. And that's uh, perfectly fine. But I wanted to think about that as we start to head into our winter cold days. So what's been going on with you? I wanted to know a couple of weeks ago. I asked a question about some good advice. I shared some on our social media and advice I was giving early was about, you know, slowing down. You don't need to get everything now. God willing in the creek doesn't rise. You're going to live a long life and stay on the right side of the grass. I put several different uh, ham radio sayings into that one. That was uh, very good. And thank you, Ric Flair for chiming in. And other folks had commented as well with their advice, solid advice when you were just starting out. Again, you don't have to get everything all at once. I mean, hey, if you've got the money for it and the understanding and the, um, I don't know, most people have to learn after they're licensed. So I, I taking your time and slowing down is still good for me. And I pass that along to anybody who asks. Now, Bob says, listen, listen before transmitting. He's out in Colorado, KC0KBP. And yes, listen, listen, listen was one of the main things I learned back in 2012 when I was first licensed on the ham radio bands. Glenn, he's in Philadelphia Uh, Use a globe, not a flat map, to see signal propagation. Peace to all. Peace to all. Whiskey 3 Golf. Bravo, Whiskey. Bill said, don't be afraid to ask another ham. This is so true. It is so true. Don't be afraid to ask. I mean, right? You got to ask. And though I believe, and it's a deeper topic for another time, our mentors are aging up. In some cases, dying off, and um, we need to get this information. It's important. It's uh, very important. So take the initiative and ask. In a related post, Tim says, find an Elmer. Elmer is a term we sometimes use, and uh, I've moved away from it and replaced it with mentor, but they will help you get started, and that is very much true. This is the time to do that. Mike says, don't be afraid to throw out your call sign on a repeater or a call frequency and see what happens. He's Whiskey 4, India, Sierra, Bravo. Carrie says, learn how to solder. Mark says, always say your call sign at half speech speed carefully. If you garble it, you'll definitely miss out on more than virtually any reason. 
Guy says, when I was a Tech Plus, I was building my speed up to try to get up to 13 words per minute or higher so I could take my general test. He says, an old ham friend who worked him uh, worked for the railroad on a bridge over the Mississippi River. He could run a bug at 45 plus words a minute. He told him to just keep making contacts. You will find a new contact every day and your speed will increase before you know it. You'll be at 13 or more words per minute and it worked. He's Whiskey Zero X-Ray Bravo Golf. Steve says, best piece of advice, don't be mic shy. Now this here is a topic that we should explore because um, it's a real thing. And uh, there are some things, including, you know, checking into our Sunday evening net, which happens 8 o'clock Eastern time on usually 20 and 40 meters. Just scroll around to find it. We post the frequencies there on our social media outlets, wherever you are, Facebook, uh, wherever, Discord. But Mike shyness isn't something you can kind of just get over in a day. So we should talk about it. But I think a tip would be listen to the nets. Try to check into a net and a friendly one. Okay? Just start saying hello and make a new friend. And so that's some of the advice. Dave says listen, then ask is the frequency in use. I should add do that two or three times. I'm hearing people. And not to throw shade to some of our POTA operators, but some of them jump on the frequency. They post on the POTA page where they are, and I listen to them run off uh, uh, one of the Jamboree on the air stations a couple of weeks ago. Just listen. You may not hear the station that is operating, but you're probably going to hear stations calling that op. Give it some time. Just don't jump on there and throw your calls out like you're uh, John Holmes. Don't look that up, kids. All right, Jurgen says, listen, listen, listen. That came up again. Michael says, find a club that is active and join. Community is important. Shamon, I will say this. Yes, it is. Indeed. Alan says, wait until after you get your extra to request a vanity call sign. He's Kilo Echo 5, Foxtrot Alpha Romeo. David says, just get out there. And put your call sign out there, right? You may find someone to talk to. Just get out there and call out your call sign. Great advice to our brothers and sisters who are following us on Facebook. And you can do the same. Don't be shy. Come and join the club over. We have over 15,000 people on our uh, 100 Watts in a Wire uh, on Facebook group. And you'll find us with about 500 on Discord, it's a little more relaxed back there. Um, you know, we check in daily on our weather, as you do on the air sometimes. And we certainly uh, get active on Sunday when we're all together and posting uh, about the net. My brothers and sisters, I can't wait to work you on Sundays again, 8 o'clock. I'll be listening in, staying very busy, trying to settle and put some roots down here in Sarasota, make some contacts some good things happening, at least in the short term, that I hope to uh, be sharing with you in the coming days. But uh, we're just going to keep on pushing, and I hope you will do the same. Good luck the rest of the way, and by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. 73, friends. 
To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.